Well, this is Take Note. It's our podcast about keeping a notebook in your pocket. And we ask each other, what do you got? It's our way of saying, what'd you write down in your notebook? Uh, Adam, what do you got? Plumber came to fix our garbage disposal today. Something was getting jammed between the blades, but I couldn't get it loose. The plumber found the offending bit and went through a variety of pliers. Maybe the needle nose, he said. Alas, not the needle nose. So he took out the blowtorch and melted the plastic tear tab from between the blades of the disposal. Afterwards, he was giddy. I've never needed to use the blowtorch for that. I I hope he'll go tell the story at the uh, plumber's bar. And, uh, you know, I always like to note, I like to learn the correct name for a thing. So I did look it up. It is called a plastic tear tab. Uh, Sometimes we find ours on our um, dishwasher detergent lid. You kind of pull something off. This one, this offending plastic tear tab, we're pretty sure it was from a uh, plastic tear tab from a feta container. It's a feta tear tab. Now, is this the is this the sort of aluminum foil looking nope. thing with a little second layer that you have to horribly uncomfortably pinch between your fingers and pull straight up? Or... Not at all. That is a pull tab, I believe. This okay. is high density polyethylene. Um, it's a little piece of plastic that is built into the edge of the lid, and what you do. Again, I think most familiar to me in dishwasher detergent containers when you buy them in bulk, um, but also feta when you when you buy it in a bulk thing of feta, it's you pull it off. Do you pull it or do you tear it? You tear it off of the lid, so it's part of the lid. It gets torn off the lid, sure. creating uh, a, an area for you to lift the lid off with. Yep, you pull it right off that lid and tear just it, throw it tear down it off the drain. The, tear it. Yep. Yes. Exactly. You throw it. You. you throw it down the drain uh, a few months later you your blades stop grinding you call the plumber and he pulls out a blowtorch what do you got and then when when he's hanging out down at the uh, the squeaky plunger with his, <laughs> with his compadres you know pulling uh uh I, I finally said this out loud for the first time but pulling those tabs out of a milk a cylindrical milk carton yep. um, tube is my my least favorite domestic task. I agree. I think those the, are seals. Just the leverage, the physics, the leverage of those is just unbearable. I co- I co- I completely agree. Also, I mean, are we talking about are we talking about the Costco gallons? Are you do you have? I, I think it's many. It, oh Many yeah, but there, there's also a problem with the, the Costco gallons are still just a gallon, but the bottle is shaped in a less round way to allow for more stacking. But there's something about the pouring of the bottle of milk that just ensures that you're going to spill. But once you finally get that pull tab off, I would call it a pull seal. Once you call that pull that pull seal off, and you pour those Costco ones, they're they're not they're not shaped for pouring. This reminds me, actually, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Your sister, Ada, friend of the show, bookseller to the show, um, she was, I know she's a chicken influencer now, but I think of her as an egg influencer because (laughs) she, uh, I want to say, gently chided her husband for his, no, maybe not, maybe she congratulated 
the husband for the way that he removed the eggs from the carton, leaving the weight evenly distributed in the egg carton. Wow. I think about it all the time. To Every morning, I think about that. Is, is there a podcast somewhere that's dedicated only to the management of dairy in the kitchen in the home? <laughs> I hope so. If there's not, I think we have a spinoff in our future because this has been an amazing conversation. <laughs> I think you know what we're doing. We're this is like Seinfeldian. We're we're speaking speaking what people are too afraid to talk about, but they all experience. I, hope I mean, so. when I mentioned that pull tab on the milk to the friends we were hanging out with, they were all nodding their head, just like you, nodding and <laughs> saying, "You know what? You are right. This is horrible." And yet we all just put up with it. What I mean, what's the alternative? <laughs> cows? We get cows. We milk our own cows. What do you got, Ted? Uh, let's see. At the after uh, the end of a long day, on a little short vacation, ten-year-old daughter said, "Oh, can we just watch something on TV? I need to decompose." <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Adam? Me at the coffee shop. Small hot coffee with cream. Young person, age twenty. Mimics me to her boyfriend. Small hot coffee with cream. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Small hot green. Oh, and they laughed. They're probably doing it to each other right now. She put her hands in her face. I never saw her face. He's just staring at me with the most neutral look. <laughs> just doesn't know what to do, and I'm just looking at him. Okay, wait. She... <laughs> Did she realize you had hurt her? At some point she did. I mean... And then grew embarrassed? Is that yep, what I'm reading into yep. this? Yeah, she was two oh. feet from me. <laughs> so she just did it. She couldn't control, <laughs> she couldn't control herself mm-hmm. in the mocking of you. So just she blurted it out and then she had to deal with the consequences. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really. Oh, but I see her face. So there were no consequences for her. I mean, well, just the, I mean, she had to. Oh my! She God. is not That's the victim nice. here, Ted. No, no, Can no. Can you imagine oh. my walk home? <laughs> oh, I am so sorry that that yeah. happened to you. <laughs> and I am so jealous of those young people, and the the joke that they now have, and the story that they are telling their other young friends. <laughs> I know. Who are there able to talk to because they have, don't have any children. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what do you got? Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, so when you said it, did you sound like a real idiot? I mean, I thought about she... it a lot. I thought about it a lot. I think... What's the phrase again? Small hot coffee with cream. I gave them all the information they needed. I think that this remi- is... This, this only vaguely reminds me of a tangent, which is that my... Uh, my boss recently, uh, we were talking about uh, violin and how when I was, a, in, you know, I played up until fourth grade and how my kids like to say, Daddy, what did you sound like when you played violin? And I say, <laughs> and they laugh and laugh. Was, I was telling that story to uh, my boss and she said, oh, they just taught us Mississippi hot dog. And I said, Mississippi hot dog to what? And she said, yeah, Mississippi hot dog, Mississippi hot dog, Mississippi hot dog, Mississippi hot dog. <laughs> oh, 
Small hot coffee with cream. I mean, yeah. And then I had to go back the next day, do the same thing. I mean, they weren't there, but then you really, it really gets in your head. Yeah. Or did you say, uh, yeah. No, I'm not. Back I'd like a coffee sized at your smallest uh, with an, an, the addition of cream, please. Yeah, you really just de- you really demusicified your sound of yeah. That's ex- I mean yeah, I think I mean if I, mm-hmm. yep. Do you remember that episode of Radiolab from many moons ago? That uh, someone the, the the story was about someone who had a was playing a piece of dialogue on a loop that was not musical dialogue, and they went into the other room and it was still playing on the loop, and they were like, "Why do I hear someone singing?" And it turned out that, or it turns out that when you leave dialogue on a loop, it just inevitably turns into music. And it was someone saying, sometimes you behave so strangely. Sometimes behave so strangely. Sometimes behave so strangely. And then the whole, then the radio lab people turned that into this big chorus. Sometimes behave so strangely. Anyway, you were making music is my point and she was swept up in the musicality of the moment no she wasn't but maybe um here's (laughs) here's where i'm really almost jealous these two they handled themselves Mm. in that awkward situation so well she immediately covers her face never needs to make eye contact with me i never even see her face the other guy just blank completely neutral i mean if i had accidentally or purposely mimicked someone and then they looked at me i would have crumbled that how somehow they hmm. do you think you would have uh tried to tried to solve the situation with words with yeah. the with the, mm-hmm. the mastery of your diction yep 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 wow <laughs> i see you see the hands over the face as a victory i see that as ultimate defeat <laughs> I mean, I guess she gets out of there. She was laughing but... with her hands over the face. I mean, she was <laughs> laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> Maybe weeping, I guess, no. but I doubt it. No, she wasn't weeping. <laughs> what have you written in your notebook, sir? <laughs> oh well, I was on the. I was. I was flying on an airplane for this little small vacation, and I. I was seated next to two gentlemen of certain ages well one was of a certain age the other was he was an older fella uh and the uh the uh the younger fella turned out to be his son who was who spent probably 30 minutes teaching his father how to use a smartphone Uh, so i was i was utterly fixated on this process because they seem to be from i don't know exactly which state someone will know um 2005 uh, i'm guessing it was iowa or nebraska or some other such state uh the the sun began to describe you know the 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 numbers that were in the contacts and uh and you know the, the his dad was questioning why a number had a certain area code, and the son said, "Well, it's it's because he bought that cell phone in East Grand Forks. That's where he bought it. 
He bought that cell phone in East Grand Forks. <laughs> Sorry. Um, let's see. And then, the, you know, uh, thus began the drone of a son teaching his father how to use the phone, uh, the cadence of it. And then uh, it was just utterly fascinating. The, the son was very patient, and he was describing. He kept saying, uh, "So this is it. This is her contact card. It's like a business card." And then three <laughs> minutes later, he's saying, "This is so." We go back to her con- contact, which is which is like a business card. Uh, the 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 older fellow was was hanging in there. I, I give him credit. One point. Uh, the son says, well, well, where's her phone? Oh, probably in the box in the closet. Well, you, do you need her phone anymore? No, unless it's easy to carry or something. Will it have my data on it? Well, no. Then it won't be any use to me. Uh, let's get rid of it. And uh, at which point I realized he was talking about his, his uh, deceased wife's cell phone that he didn't need anymore. Now, you did not take that moment to begin repeating what he said in, like, a mimicky voice, did you? No, but I did have my hands over my face. Okay. Was that, was that, was that odd? Yeah. No, I think that's appropriate. Uh, a few of the other topics, uh, they covered hospice. Oh, boy. Care. That makes mm-hmm. sense. He said, uh, he said, well, Dad, are you going to... The hospice care called to thank you for their gift, uh which is a very nice message. Uh, do we need to save that number? Are you ever going to call them back? And the, the dad said, no, I'm not going to need to call them, but he'll probably be calling me again. Uh, well played. Uh, they discussed crop insurance. And, okay. of course, Sue Strand called. So he probably want to give Sue Strand a call back. Maybe you think the time is right for Sue Strand? Too soon? <laughs> Have, too soon? When, when is the time wrong for Sue Strand? I don't know. Well, I she might have had something to do with the crop insurance. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Uh, you know, Ted, if he needs more information on how he might use his phone in a more thoughtful way, perhaps he should get Lauren Elkin's book, Number 9192, A Diary of a Year on the Bus. You're a fan of this Lauren Elkin, right? I am. You Her read... Book, uh, Flaneuse is is a favorite. Well, and I just noticed this. This book, Diary of a Parisian Bus Book, a bus pays homage to Georges Perec. I've read the Georges Perec book that they reference a few times in this book. I'm blanking on it at the moment. And Annie Ernaux, which is probably not how you pronounce her name, but she won a Nobel Prize today. Didn't realize oh, that when cool. I picked this up. She, she was ahead of the curve. Yep. Um, but this is what I wanted to share from this book and what uh, might be helpful to our Iowegian friends uh, on the plane. Right? So th- this what she did was she, uh, she just wrote down what she noticed on the bus for nine months. And she, wow. but she said, and this is where I think it's interesting to you, maybe, our, read- our <laughs> listeners, possibly... The goal was to observe the world through the screen of my phone rather than to use my phone to distract myself from the world. Along the way, I thought a lot about how people live together and experience trauma on an everyday level. So what she did was every time she got on the bus, she wrote in the notes app on her phone everything that she saw. Um, And, you know, it is... uh, 
it's an interesting enough book, but I think that's maybe the most interesting part of it is just this idea, uh, creating that idea of a different way to use your phone. Like pick up that phone instead of the notebook. You know, it's a little less. Yeah. You know, people aren't. People don't necessarily notice that you're. We've talked before about how the notebook can sometimes be off-putting, and uh, still write down everything right. that you see, and write down oh, everything that people are doing. I mean, if you are are not a an annoying aesthete like you and I, and and your your actual goal is to uh, write down as much as possible without being noticed or making a fuss, then the the notes app is actually the perfect tool to do that. Yeah, and I just I really and it's very it's very frequent for I feel like for people, you know, if you suggest that they carry a notebook or talk about paper and pens they say no nah, i just use the notes app on my phone as if that is a one-to-one replacement i mean in to me it's it's uh it's a different activity with a different neural connection to my my brain and my fingertips um so it's not necessarily a one-to-one correlation but i the project makes a lot of sense me too it is different but I do also, don't you think you could, right? I think almost, you know, she's not charging people with doing this. She just, she just told herself she was going to do this. But I do think you could, you could really train your brain to think of picking up your phone in a different way. It would be really an uphill battle because these, these things are evil and they do just stand as a way to distract us from uh, what's in front of us and, and all of humanity. Um but and your and your crops and your crops yep but uh but you could train yourself to use it like that yeah and then everything well, will be searchable <laughs> i no i i i like that idea of rewiring your connection to the device such that you make it less evil than perhaps it seems like it is i mean that you know that's the great curse of the phone is that you pick it up and you're immediately pulled into a very passive state of mind by social media and then you don't feel like you've accomplished anything whereas if you took notes for 20 minutes that's the greatest feeling in the world right yeah i mean i've encountered frequently uh just the sometimes the sheer weight of putting pen to paper and getting a complete thought or story out can feel like a lot sometimes. I don't know if that's just uh, just me or if I need to do some serious work and be able to spend six minutes on something instead of two, but sometimes when I start to write down an anecdote, it already feels overwhelming to finish that anecdote if it's let's say it was seven paragraphs long or or you know you start it and then you think oh where's this gonna end i'm already oh god people oh i just got a text like and you know maybe the the notes app is a way of holding off the urgency of the world because you're already in your phone <laughs> you're not trying to avoid your phone somehow you know yeah i don't know I, I should read the book, obviously. I, I mean, I've read the only part that we need for this conversation to you. Um, the, re- the rest is just a diary of 
uh, I heard, you know, it's interesting and then something happens to her, but, um, but no, for this conversation, you've got all the information you need. Um, it would be, it would be amusing to me if, uh, in the episode after trying to recognize, uh, the 10 years of keeping a notebook in my pocket, if we talked about the problems with writing in a notebook. And I yeah. mean that there is, right, the notebook is only so big. So if you do have something longer to write, um, writing in such a small notebook sometimes, I think, can, uh, especially if you have the wrong pen, can become a little daunting. Yep. Um, so yeah. for me, like I like to put a lot of ink down. I write pretty big. Sometimes that's... Uh, only three or four words to a line. And so if, you, if you're if you jotting a quick note, that's great. But I also do like to write down, you know, uh, what, what my plumber said when he came to fix the garbage disposal. And uh, it's, it's not a, it's not like a, it's not like a long form journalism, but it might, you know, sometimes it can feel like something like that is too long for the notebook. Well, and you, you said it too. Uh, there's something about writing, uh, in a notebook that signals to other people, I'm ignoring you, I'm disengaging with the world, uh, I, I am now very importantly taking down a, a an important note in my important notebook that can draw family members to, uh, to challenge you or can make you feel that little extra hint of self-consciousness that is all it takes sometimes to knock you off kilter. Whereas it's just true that someone on a phone is doing something more important or, you know, it's not like being just on the someone phone. else pulls out their phone and that's it. And right. the, the equilibrium is returned or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's not like pulling out your phone is less rude than pulling out a notebook, right. but, um, it is off-putting. I mean, I was at um, I was at a, a pre-campout meeting of dads, and uh, they someone started to mention a few things you might want to do, and so you know I've got the notebook in my pocket. I pulled it out. I may have, I may have mentioned it last week, and um, two or three times someone was like, "No, no, no, I'll email it out," and then you know, but I I kept at it anyway, right? What am I going to do? Like bow well, to that pressure? Let's just say that I've never seen someone in a social setting, pull out a, a notebook and have everyone else at the table pull out their notebook because right. they got uncomfortable yeah. that they didn't have their notebook pulled out. Right. Yeah. Only at the uh, the take note uh, annual meeting down at the squeaky uh, plunger squeaky does that plunger. kind of a scene unfold. Would you go to a bar called the squeaky plunger? You would at least once, right? I've been to a bar that smells like a squeaky <laughs> plunger. Does that count? The the squeaky plunger would have the best plumbing of any bar in the area. Well, let's do this again next week, Adam. What do you say about that? Small hot coffee with cream. <laughs> you can find us on the internet at takenote.space. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash takenotepod. If you... Get a hankering to support the podcast, which is free and doesn't have any advertising. Um, and we like it that way, and we love doing it. Uh, you can throw us a few dollars a month over at Patreon at patreon.com slash take note. To everyone who supports the show, uh, amazing. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Just makes it that much more fun. Um, 
Take care, everybody.